What's happening, everyone? Welcome to the Paranormals. I'm Johnny Monoxide, and tonight I'm joined by Dogbot. What's up, dude? Oh, not much. I got a little bit of constipation from my chupacabra staring at me while I was trying to take a crap. Bro. Bro. It's a little unsettling. I get it. I get it, but yeah. Um, that's it. No Reinhardt, no Jack. Uh, Jack is being affected by the harp weather machine, and uh, Reinhardt is... Um, in the Hollow Earth, I guess, doing doing the, either I don't know, or on the Ape Mountain, or something I, to do with. Wendigos. I think he's I on. I, I think he's on Ape Mountain, nursing a uh, silverback gorilla baby with his uh, with, with his uh, you know. I don't. I don't know, and I don't think I want to. Um. Anyway, joining us tonight once again, John Fashcroft. What's up, dude? Hey, what's the go- what's going on, guys? How are y'all tonight? I'm well. I'm well, thanks for asking. Blessed. Yes. Very blessed. It is a Friday night. It is time for Paranormies. If it's Friday, it's Paranormies. Oh, oh, oh. That was the Zurious. You know what? My 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 iTunes just wanted to keep going, though. Uh, that was the Zurious. You guys remember that? Zurious Paranormies. Yeah, that one was, that was dope. Yeah, all the versions are good, but that, that one was really good, too. Yeah, Zurious does great work. Yeah, that was just out of nowhere. One day, uh, Horace hit me up. He's like, hey, bud, I got a file for you. And he sent it over, and it was that that intro from Zerius. That was cool. Um, Dude, uh, did you hear the ukulele version of the theme song, that uh, the demo version that a follower put in our chat? I did. I did hear that. It was quite awesome. I can't wait to hear the entire version. Uh, it's going to be great. That is our... Um, tribute we are offering to Robert Seffer. We are having our theme song rendered in ukulele form uh, for his talking over, hopefully, on the show. That would be so cool. I would really love to have Robert Seffer on the show. Robert Seffer is our uh, holy grail of interviews right now. If we can, if we can nab Robert Seffer on the show that would be don't see and that's then that's how you, exactly how you don't get an interview nab is not the term i believe that you want to use when you when you're yeah, yeah. when you're talk, trying to talk about getting a, a guest on the show it would be really nice if he came on and yes. discussed anything like literally i don't anything. i don't like literally anything. absolutely anything yeah. hominids uh, the shape that the big dipper makes over the four seasons all that stuff that is, you know what? Um, somebody recently, a friend of mine, realized that that's what happens with the Big Dipper, all on his own, like without, you know, any prompting Wait. from any of my friends, you know, any of us or whatever. And he figured it out, yeah. and he's like, "It's a swastika." Wait, what? Yes. The Big what? Dipper. You didn't know that? No, wait, I was just about to ask. Can I please uh, ask what what's going on with the Big Dipper now? So as the Big Dipper. Uh, you know, goes around Polaris, it makes a swastika. No shit. Mm-hmm. I would say Jack looked that up, but we can't tonight because there's no Jack. We don't have a Jack tonight. There's no Jack. <laughs> I will look that up on my own time. Right. That's interesting. Because the weather, yeah, the weather machine is uh, the weather machine is is affecting things. There was two guys at the job that I'm on that are, I guess, from Alabama, and they went home. Because they were pretty sure that one of the tornadoes went through their neighborhood and may have torn up their house. Mm. So yeah, mm. uh, thoughts and prayers for those 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 people. That absolutely. Sucks. 
Yeah. Um, and speaking speaking of work in weather machines, I I got to throw in a um a harp reference at work today. We were talking about something and somebody mentioned Joe Biden and then and then the weather. And I was like, which is obviously not being controlled by Joe Biden and Harp. I mean, they even they even made a statement about it, so we know it's true. There it is in the chat for you, John. I found it. I got it for it. you. That is amazing. Yeah, I, I'm looking at it. Yeah. I can't there believe I've never heard of this. Yep. Isn't it amazing? <laughs> yeah. Somehow, somehow, so hey, badass. and John, and John, just that itself, the fact that that happens every year for literally ever um is more proof you know again that we are not a speck spinning around another speck which is hurtling through a huge mess of specks you know in infinitesimally large space because that couldn't happen that couldn't happen every year every year every year but no but johnny it's that it's so far away that it just seems like it's not changing at all ever yeah, how about this thing I just dropped in the chat right here of uh, the way light bounces off of a curved surface and a flat surface and yeah, the then only the way sun that, setting on the water. The only way light shoots in a line on a on a liquid surface is yeah, is is if it's flat. So hmm. when you see that, yeah, when you see that you know, and you're at the beach and you see that beautiful sunset and it's just amazing and it's just like this long like gorgeous multicolored orange and yellows line of light that goes to where the sun is going down. That can only happen if that surface is flat. So in addition, in addition to the big dipper knowledge that we Mm -hmm. just dropped, the symbol of the swastika was quite popular in very much in a whole lot of advertising and uh, road signs and, Many, many, many other cultures, but for some reason, well, we kind of know the reason, but it was completely <laughs> yeah, scrubbed. Yeah, for some reason. For was, some reason. It was completely scrubbed after World War II. It, it wasn't it, it, as if they were the only people to have ever used that symbol for anything. Sure. Yeah. Well, there was even that town. There's a town still somewhere up in the Northeast called Swastika something. I forget what it was called. I talked about it when it was all happening. There was a big fuss about it. A while back, and like the town even like voted to keep the name. It's like Swasta. It's in it's in the United States, but yeah, it, was, it, like in it Vermont? was commonly referenced in in you know popular lore or whatever before all before World War Two. Well, I mean, before World War Two, there was a very large um, National Socialist. <laughs> yeah, the American support. Bund. Yeah. yeah, the American Bund was huge. You know, Ohio had a, a, a ton of Germans that supported that. A lot of states did in the Midwest, which is one of the reasons I believe why what's happened to Ohio has happened to Ohio. I mean, it's just been when they when they had to destroy the German. You mean that's why they made that's Earth. why they made skylines, Chili? No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's dude. I know Borzoi. Sorry, I had to. There's had some. To. Well, you know, Borzoi. It wasn't him. It wasn't jazz. totally him that started. It was definitely a war in the graph chat about skyline Chili that that we we. We drew heavy lines in the sand, and uh, oh yeah, I, it, I was there. I've seen, I've seen it. The lines in the sand for the skyline, you know, there's, there's skyline is delicious, and skyline is ass is pretty much the two points. I am on the skyline is ass <laughs> side. 
Um, you do not put cinnamon in chili. However, the, mac- the the spaghetti is actually good. You know, if come from an Italian, See, like you know, the spaghetti is actually not in bad. Oklahoma, and the cheese is always good. In Oklahoma, that's called like three way chili. I don't know about the cinnamon part, but right, yeah, that's like, they call it three way. There's like spaghetti basically with chili. Yeah, that's th- three way chili. It's spaghetti with chili and cheese on top. But Skyline Chili has cinnamon in it. Oof, cinnamon doesn't uh, go in chili. I'm sorry. Every time I think of Skyline Chili, I think of that Electric Six song, "Escape from Ohio." It's uh, <laughs> it's a really good song. It's a I mean, is it yeah, why, do, why does every city start with C? I don't like it, it's a valid question that's that's posed in that song, and uh, I I have no answer for it. They don't all start I do with I do C, think that you have to sacrifice the virginity of your asshole if you decide to drive through Ohio, but that's just my that's just right, my opinion. But they don't all they don't all start with C. Akron, Dayton, Toledo. Oh, I, I didn't even know those were cities in Ohio. Yeah. Yeah. It's all right. We're going to keep sitting here and acting like we believe Ohio actually exists, right? No, Ohio exists. It's not Delaware. Okay? Ohio exists. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if Delaware, Delaware yeah. No, no, come on. <laughs> let's, let's get real here, John. Let's, like, we're, we're talking about, like, this is the paranormies. This isn't, like, some weird show. Get back okay? to reality, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> That's where our deep fake president comes from. It's a fake state, Delaware. Right. Actually, we were talking about, we were talking about that today. I am doing my best to not talk about anything. To get myself doxxed, like, at all. Because there is somebody on this job who, if memory is jogged correctly, would be like, oh, yeah, you are that guy. So, so I'm doing my best not to, like, you know, to spotlight or anything. But uh, we were talking. <laughs> I don't remember what it was, but uh guy I'm working with, we started talking about Joe Biden and the deepfake stuff and uh, the fact that there are deepfakes for everything. You know, he's like, how long? He's like, how long have they been doing deep fakes? Do you think? You think Donald Trump might have been doing some deep fakes? Like, dude, like I don't know where they start asking about this stuff. Normies <laughs> are normies trannies. are getting into it. Oh, I I had I had someone ask me today what I thought about the Colorado shooting, and I brought up the footage of how of how the guy had bright red blood running down his leg, mm-hmm. but he somehow managed to not leave a single red footprint. And they didn't seem to be in any hurry to address the uh, f- large, bright, crimson-red flow of blood running down his right leg. Well, it wasn't actually running. It just looked like it was running. It was it was like somebody photographed running blood down his leg and put it there. You know what I mean? Do you, do you know what that footage reminded me of? What's that? You, you remember the old? Do you remember the the old photograph of Khalid Sheikh Mohammed where he looks like Ron Jeremy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, hey, have like, you ever seen like, two of them? Like hang on, spot on hang, hang on. Have you ever seen the two of them in the same room? Ron Jeremy and Khalid Sheikh Mohammed. Yeah. What if they are the same? Uh, I, if I'm in a or room with this, or the mass shooter, right? If, or, if, I'm in a, if I'm in a room with. <laughs> Any of the three, I am in a place I already don't want to be. You're already, yeah. <laughs> You're already looking. Like, I'm, already looking I'm already looking. I'm already looking a way to beeline and exit. Right. Whatever. Right. Wherever I'm at. Yeah. Um. Man. Yeah, I saw that. It didn't look like real blood at all. That whole shooting, none of that stuff. Well, again, you know, memory hold. You know, it's there's really not much chatter about it on the news channels 
Uh, it, not at all, really, because turns out he was brown. So, or like we said the other day, it was just so fake. People were realizing it was so fake. They're like, fuck it, just throw the brown guy in there so we can memory hold this and get it over with. Rabinowitz, I thought we went you know, over this. There's supposed to be good false flags. You know, that one didn't, I'm not going to lie, I didn't pay much attention to the Arab uh, gay op thing that just happened mm -hmm. because it didn't, like, for me, it was just like, oh, yeah, wow, brown guy fucking shoots up white people. Like, you know, that happens every day in this country, right? right. Like, whatever. But what seemed really the, the super gay op to me was the the massage parlor. I know this is old news, but the massage parlor shooter. It's, like, a, it's, it's anybody actually not even old news. It's really not. <laughs> yeah, it's like a week ago. Yeah. It's not even it's only like three days it's only like three days older than the um than the boulder shooting. Yeah, but the gayness on that was just just astounding, man. I mean they were hyping up this, you know, anti Asian uh hatred shit for the you know, two months before and then all right. of a sudden out pops angry white shooter. Like that one right there. Was the one that was just like fucking bullshit. Mm -hmm. You know I've got what I mean? Like, come on, dude. I've got some Excuse shit that language. tops that. I've got some shit that tops that. This okay. woman in, from Houston came out last night on Twitter and said that her yes. dad was a grand dragon in the, in the Ku Klux Klan and that he single handedly murdered 30 Vietnamese shrimp fishermen what? with a knife. Yes. He, back and nobody Wait, will what? believe her. Back in 1978. And she, yes, she's been trying to get her truth out there. Uh, she really needs Twitter's support to get this truth out there about her, her father, the clan Grand Dragon, who murdered these Vietnamese shrimpers. I saw that this morning, and I was like, wow. Again, I don't know, man. It's there, We keep getting competition for, for uh, winner in the category of things that didn't happen the most like, of all things that didn't happen. This did not happen the most. Here, here's the tweet. And it's from her account is called lady down in Texas. And a picture of this woman, she, it reminds me of the Snopes cat woman. That's supposedly mm -hmm. the fact checker. But anyway, it says, I am the daughter of the grand dragon of the Ku Klux Klan. 43 years ago, my father massacred 30 plus Vietnamese shrimpers in Rockport, Texas. I've been fighting to tell what I know, and so far, I've been unsupported. I listened to my father's blubbering confession of murder to my mother. She wrapped her small body around his massive torso while his confession poured out. He said he boarded their boats and killed them with knives. 30 Vietnamese men and boys. And the next morning, my mother took me, took my head in her hands and forced me to say, I will never repeat what I heard my father confess or we would all die. Oh, I have written several drafts, but I am a disorganized mess. No shit. I want my father's crimes investigated and verified by the alphabets. Uh, no, what did, what's it actually say? Oh my God. No, what does it actually say? She wants her father's crimes investigated by the FBI. What's the actual I, word? I, I don't know, but one of the first replies was from a Vietnamese guy. And he says, as a Vietnamese person, I echo the concerns Voiced by, I don't know who this ad is. If you're going to build a platform on our suffering, then please center us and our agency over your potential profits. 
<laughs> like, he basically just said, you better cut me in on that shit, bitch. Right. <laughs> if you're going to use so, Vietnamese fishermen for a story, we're going we're gonna to need 10%. So we're to believe her father was just like driving around on a boat in his clan robes, hunting browns, and saw, yeah, <laughs> saw a boat of Vietnamese fishermen and just murdered them. Murdered the entire boat for no reason and took off. 30. Up. Well, he, he also he also had a hockey mask on, and it was a machete, not uh, not a knife. So, like, this is this okay. is important news. Now, hold on, he come this out, getting, he come out of the lake and flipped the. You know, this is getting a little more plausible. Photo. Was there was there really dramatic music? Possibly, I I don't know, but it's just sort of a it, it's sort of weird that you know a Voorhees managed to make his way to the top of the Ku Klux Klan. Whoa, whoa. Who's got drops? Is that you, John? Yeah. Okay. Sorry. That's okay. I won't do no more. That's okay. That's okay. You asked um, for you asked for the cue the music. Right? I know. No, no. I, I was I didn't ask for cue, but like no, I was thinking. Never mind. I was trying to do a bad crossover joke with like oh, Halloween's jokes. Um, man, she doesn't have a name. It's just lady from Texas, uh, and she's you know my father. No actual, well, maybe she's, you know, maybe she's willing to, you know, write a story about it or whatever, but uh, nobody knows who this person is. I don't believe you. You mean just a lady down in Texas? Yeah. Listen here, lady down in Texas. I'm sure there's more than one, you know? I don't know. My, my first, my first response to that was to quote tweet with the uh, Jeopardy gif of things, of things that didn't happen for 800. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> It's <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> it's it's like some attention seeking that like you know weird flex, but okay, like Vietnamese shrimpers. All right, it's a weird demographic. Yeah, just, well, no, now because I guess because of the yeah because the Asian hate and Asian murders that are happening. There's a funny I, meme that somebody drew. It's like a hand drawn version of the um you know the the Chad blonde beard yes guy or whatever. Except he's got like a red scraggly beard, and um, and it's a really poorly drawn Asian girl, and then a really poorly drawn black guy, and stabbing the Asian in the head, and the Asian is yelling at the white guy, "Stop murdering us!" Can I tell you about one of the most based people I, I I know in my my life? Okay, it's this this one like old Vietnamese dude I work with. Oh, he I've heard about on... this guy. This guy's great. Yeah, he. He works on this one machine in the corner of the entire shop, and uh, I call him the chairman because uh, because he he told me I, he told he told me I looked like I I had uh, I'd shaved off my beard and all I had left was a soul patch and a mustache and I was trying to go for like a tombstone thing for for a week, and he said I looked like Vladimir Lenin, and uh, I told him he looked like Chairman Mao, so like uh, and he, he got a laugh out of that. So, but anyway, like, so I just call him the chairman and, it, and he also like takes naps in this chair and nobody bothers him because he's, he's, he's like the chairman. Well, yeah, but he's also kind of scary. And, uh, I'm sitting there and I'm looking at some of Ron's pictures of killing hogs, uh, in the graph chat. Mm -hmm. And he asked me what I was looking at and I showed him pictures of, uh, you know, some of the, yeah. a couple of the pictures of Ron killing the hogs. I was like, have you ever killed any hogs before? He's like, I've never killed pigs unless you count the communists. 
And I'm like, oh really? Whoa. And he's like, he's like, and he showed me, he showed me like, he showed me like a knife that he had in his bag. And he's like, yeah, knife kind of like this, had it in my teeth down in the tunnels. And I would go find them in the tunnels and I'd slit their throats while they're sleeping. And I'm like, oh, wow. You, you know, I, some Oof. of the people I know that talk about this sort of thing are heavily LARPing, but you've actually done it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> so yeah and, i have well, a great and deal the thing of respect is, is he's for the vietnamese. chairman he's vietnamese too so he has like sort of credibility based on the fact that he's asian you know what i mean you're like hmm, he could be actually telling me the truth is he old enough to dude he's totally old enough okay oh boy he he, oh, uh, boy. he showed me he showed me scars uh that he has on his arms from being in their camp after the uh the American troops bolted and the uh, South South Vietnamese army were detained for like 15, 20 years. Wow. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. If he was of fighting age and in that country, when that shit was going on, he was involved. I don't think there's any much way around that shit. Yeah. You just did it or they just killed the rest of your family. Okay. Looks like I'm <laughs> fighting, huh? Yep, that's, and they would too. Oh, you don't want to do this? Boom. There goes your little brother. Oh, okay. Give me the AK. I'll go down in the tunnel. Little dude, little dude with Popeye fucking forearms, and you know they like. Oh. I'm just trying to picture a younger version of him crawling through tunnels, and, and I, like, I definitely, I definitely wouldn't want to face that guy in close combat in such in such conditions. <laughs> I always thought it was interesting concept that they had those tunnels too. Well, I mean. They're you know, firebombing like, everything all the time, right? Sure, but like, you know? what kind of excavating do these people? They were barely like above jungle people, right? Isn't that the theory? Like the official stories that a lot of them were just villagers and yeah. But what if it's something yeah, they like already working rice patties and shit? Yeah, they're yeah, yeah rice patties. What if it's and something vill- they already did for food preservation and shit like that? Like they already they they already had that is shit a possi- under their that's a distinct possibility. That's yeah. I don't know. Just asking, you know. I listen. After seeing all the stuff that we've been seeing recently with like the impossible architecture and questioning narratives, um, I'm reading uh, Howdy McCoskey's book, the um, examining the expositions or exposing the expositions, the Rome in Chicago thing. I got one coming for everybody, so you guys can look at it too. Yay. Yeah, yeah, more books. Thanks to thanks to donators. Dude, I, I, I'm, donators I'm 200 before. pages into that freaking Jonestown was a CIA medical experiment. Yeah, book. how is that? You like that? <laughs> the the book, book is amazing. It's it's probably the best book I've read in a couple years. Awesome. Like, it's so it's so interesting. Well, that <laughs> Jim shit Jones got weird down there. Like congressmen were getting killed, and it it got crazy mm-hmm. down in Jonestown, dude. It yes, it did. did. So, um, what you what what do you got for us, John? What you? Yeah. Oh, Is real quick, time? hang on, John. <laughs> hang time. on, John. Before you oh. get started, um, we did get a Bitcoin donation for it was a I believe it was a meme number, or maybe it was just because Bitcoin changed value. Crypto is fake. 
Of course. Twenty five. All money's fake. All money's fake, though. But thank you for <laughs> donating, sir. Um, yeah. So right now, the only way you can donate is via the crypto links that are in the show notes. Um, that and, of course, if you want to help out, you can always buy our shirts. Uh, we have updates on the shirts. Um, the guy who makes our shirts got a new vendor. The vendor uh, changed brands or something, and he has a better version of the black shirts. Uh, there will be replacements available for those who got improperly printed shirts. Uh, just email him uh, at dissidentapparel.com. But yeah, there are more shirts. We have more more designs coming out too, by the way. Check it out. Uh, yeah, that's how you can support us here at the Paranormies. All right, now we're done with that. Mr. Fashcroft, what do you have for us, sir? Yeah, so, um, you know, I've been, I listen to all of the, uh, the things that go on, you know, in our circles, right? All the shows, and it's been kind of a topic of conversation, uh, in general in our circles here lately. Uh, Jewish magic and, you know, Satanism and all of this stuff that's going on and people, you know, talking about, oh, you know, it's not it's not really as prevalent as you think and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, Satanism, it doesn't really mean anything. It's Jews that run this, uh, you know, it's Jews that are affecting our lives. It's Jews that are running the country. It's Jews that are ruining the West. But what people got to realize is like Satanism is Jewish. Like the last time I was on, we covered how NASA was started by a dude who practiced Thelema, which is uh, Crowley's religion, which yes. is it's Satanism, right? Yes. I mean, you could call it what you want to call it, but it's Satanism. You know what I mean? And even Thelema is rooted in Kabbalah. Crowley actually wrote his own like interpretation of Kabbalah, and like he spells it with a Q instead of a K. It's like I forget mm-hmm. the exact na- uh, name of it, but like he wrote his own Kabbalah. He, he, he his religion his mysticism his magic was all rooted in kabbalah uh all of this starts from a cult a jewish cult from uh god when was it uh so the it's the sabbatean frankist movement 1666 uh, bro yeah well that was when uh let me find it here no that's not when it was start well that's what's his face? Sabbat uh, Zevi. Sabbatai Zevi. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah. Yeah. So in, in 1666 was when he converted to Islam. Mm. So he was actually doing his thing before that. So he was Sabbatai Zevi was born August 9th, uh, 1926 in Smyrna, Turkey. But in 1666 was when he converted to Islam. Uh, and then he took. He took on the name Aziz Mehemet. In, it, okay, well, I have Robert Seffer's 1666 right in front of me. And it says that he declared himself to be the Messiah in 1666. It doesn't say oh, well. anything about converting to Islam in here. I have to... Interesting. Uh-oh. We have a... Yeah, see, here it goes. Uh, here it goes right here. On September sixth, se- September sixteenth, excuse me, sixteen sixty-six, Zevi was given an audience with the Sultan. Zevi demanded Jerusalem on behalf of his people. The Sultan answered Zevi with two choices: 
Zevi could suffer a volley of arrows and let God protect him, or he could convert to Islam. Zevi converted to Islam, and the crypto Jew was born. He then told the Muslim that he told the Sultan he would become Muslim in order to convert Muslims to Judaism. I'm sorry, he told Jews he had become Muslim to convert Muslims to Judaism. And then he turned around and told the Turks and the Sultans that he was to keep in close contact with Jews in order to convert Jews to Islam, in order to be able to operate on both sides of the coin, right? Yeah. To be able to move freely throughout both of these circles. Huh. That is not at all in Robert Zephyr's book. Interesting. I have not read Robert Zephyr's book. This is from uh, Medium.com, a okay. guy named Anthony Muller. Okay. No, I've got that. I've also got, I've also got Zephyr's wiki movement. pulled up. And yeah, it says in February 1666, he was imprisoned on the order of the Grand Vigier the September same year after being moved to different prisons into Adrianople. Oh, on, on accusations of fomenting sedition. Hey, there's that word, dogbot, sedition. You know, the word that uh, they... Oh, yeah, the word that... Get familiar with that. Is brought yeah. up. Sedition's a word that was... <laughs> Nothing ever seems to happen from it, right. except for, you know, like, to supposedly us? when Woodrow Wilson right. used it, right? But anyways, yeah, no, uh, he... Yeah, there he goes. He's, uh, he was given the choice of facing death by some kind of ordeal or converting to Islam. He seems to have chosen the latter by donning... From then on, a turban. He was all because of this. He was he was rewarded by the heads of the Ottoman state with a generous pension for his compliance with their political and religious plans. So yeah, he did convert to Islam. Okay, so he was. This is where the Donmay Jews came from. The converts, the right, right, the Donmays who became the House of Saud, and that's where you got the Saudi Arabians who are actually Jews. Exactly. Yes. Put him on the exactly. donkey and just slap the donkey's ass and send him in the desert. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Well, that's and, what happened. They put like a bunch of Jews on a bunch of different donkeys and sent them out in different directions, and now they're all like the kings <laughs> of those fucking countries. Just slap the donkey on the ass. Yeah. And send them. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you know, that's a funny Disney yeah, cartoon. They, they, or somehow turned, you know? they somehow turned the the emaciated donkeys for profit. You know. Right. Right. <laughs> by the time by the time that donkey got to whatever civilization that they got to, you know. Baghdad or whatever other, you know, Alibaba Zadarad or whatever fucking <laughs> sand people that, city it was. That reminds you know, that reminds me, John, the next time you send us a video for prep before you come on, uh, if it's a 54 minute long Zoom call between a kike and a nigger, could, do you think you could maybe like timestamp the important parts on it? Yeah. Because uh, I'm not sitting well, today. Hey, Dogbot, look, I figured the ship was already burning. I sent you guys all the prep like this morning, so I figured it was already on fire. Let's just, you know, let's let it burn. <laughs> said, yeah, no, we normally like we normally do our prep for the show at least a week, you know, maybe not a week, like five days, four days ahead of time. So we get a good chance to read over it and become familiar with the material. If it's not, you know, if, especially right. if it's not our material, you know, but like, dude, if I had, this is like cramming even, for a even test. if I had a week in advance, even if I had a week in advance, I'm not watching a 54 minute long Zoom call between two people I despise. Oh no, that was terrible! <laughs> I saw that. I put it on, and I'm like, the first 30 seconds, I'm like, what? What is this? No, and I turned it off. But I did watch the um, good chunk of the 20 minute um, black guy as commentary about said Zoom call. Yeah, that's good enough. Yeah, because there's just 
two parts in there really that we're going to talk about, but mm-hmm. we haven't quite made it there. Yeah, yet. no, we didn't get but, there yet. Dogbot just wanted to yell at you for giving him the prep late. Yeah, and yeah. deservedly. That's all right. It's all right. It's all right. <laughs> I just want to keep you guys on your toes, right? You don't come on. You don't come on to the dissident rights. You know, fourteen hundred and eighty-eighth most popular paranormal podcast. All right, with no prep. I'm just, just glad that. he didn't send us a bunch of opinion pieces for the root. You know? <laughs> oh God, who did that? I'm just l- listen. He he sent us a bunch of stuff like at the last minute. I tried to get to. I tried to get to some of it. I got to. I have to admit, I did not read all of it, but I did flip through the uh, the ones that were interesting looking to me, and I did watch. I did watch the little part of the video, so I will say that. But this is all stuff that uh, we here at the Paranormies are kind of already up on a little bit. Uh, Sabotage Zevi and his uh, Kabbalist religion and. We're here in a minute, when we get into the root of, it's not even known so much as Sabbateanism anymore. Like now, the the more what is it recent incantation of it, or however the hell you say it, is Frankism. And when we get mm. into the tenets of Frank, Frankism and what he was doing, I think people will really start to see how it relates to what's going on in the world, like right now. You know what I mean? Uh, but real quick, just to uh, point out the fact that this wasn't like some small, like, uh, you know, obscure cult of Judaism. At one point in time, over half of the Jewish population considered Sabbatai Zevi to be the legit Messiah and a ink in a uh, avatar or whatever you want to call it, a representation of God on earth. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had over like a million followers. This was yes. huge shit. Yes. It was really big and and it disappeared when uh when what happened when he he when he converted is he died what he died no he died yeah, no, he died. Th- is it he died when he died that's what happened years later Frankism picked back up right yeah but I, I mean, mean he 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 went into relative obscurity didn't but, his, like, yeah but didn't himself, his like but his, his ideas continued on right that's how Frankism started right but I thought I thought he was the uh was supposed to be the Messiah. And when he disappeared, like it, it almost dis- like his whole religion almost disappeared. No, right, yeah, but okay. it stayed stayed alive. And then Jacob Frank was the one who brought it back as the true Messiah. Okay, right, that's how it came back. Uh, uh right at a hundred years later, it was dying out, but there was remnants of it, right, still around, right, because he he faded into obscurity and he died, but there were still like sects of it still around because it was so big at one time, right. So then. Jacob Frank picks it up and carries it and turns it even to a more of a debased thing, you know, but real quick, uh, Sabbatai Zevi was also like told he was the, uh, fulfillment of a prophecy by another Jewish mystic. Uh, his name was Abraham Yakini. And he told Sabbatai Zevi, he grabbed, uh, it says here that he understood Ze- uh, Zevi's nature and used it as a tool. Uh, Yakini told Zevi, I have an important scripture we must read together in private, and it concerns your destiny. Hmm. Zevi joined Yaki on the floor around his table, or I'm sorry, Yakini around his table. Yakini unrolled the long scroll and introduced it. The great wisdom of Solomon is written in an archaic language very few know. 
These are the words of Abraham who spoke of what's to come. I assure you, Zebi, I have seen many things written come true. And Zebi nodded in reverence as he basked in the privilege of this witness. Yakini began with the firm voice of, with the firm voice of a magician. He said, "A son will be born in the year 5386." And in quotations here it says uh, 1626 to Mordecai Zebi, and he will be called Sabbatai. He will mm-hmm. humble the great dragon. He, the true Messiah, will sit upon God's throne. And it says, Yakini watched Zebi's eyes heave and continued his continued his incantation. And he asked, was your father's name not Mordecai? And Zebi nodded. And were you born in this year? And Zebi nodded. And again, do you understand your destiny? And Zebi nodded. So there were mystics feeding this dude's ego. Or maybe, I don't know, maybe that was a real thing. I don't know Jewish prophecy and shit like that. But, right. you know, one way or another, this was happening, right? Mm-hmm. Sure. So... Uh, so Frankism, so that never got to be as big as Sabbatean Judaism, really. I disagree. Well, it says, well, I mean, Frankism it says as height, it claimed perhaps 50,000 followers, mostly Jews living in Poland. But a tenet of Frankism is silence. Mm. Like a tenet of Frankism is, let me go. I got to skip down here because this is a little bit further down than I wanted to. So here, a tenet of of Frankism is this: the way of deliverance is deceitful, and the followers of Jacob Frank have to be perfectly silent. The mystic principle of Frankism is the burden of silence. Silence. I'm sorry. Followers must maintain a great reserve, and each must appear different from what one really is. Appearance must be upheld while the evil gets done, and death comes before the confession. Huh. That is a strict Frankist principle. So these people operate and do these things, but, you know, the Frankists went and, uh, I'm sorry, uh, infiltrated the Catholic Church. They behaved and act, uh, acted as Catholics, but in private they were doing these blood orgies and all of this depraved shit because that is the point of Frankism, to go and introduce evil. Why do you think there are so many pedophiles in the Catholic Church? These are demons. These are Satanists. These are Frankists in there acting as exactly what it says right there. You know what I mean? One must appear different from what one one what one really is. Appearance must be upheld while the evil gets done and death comes before the confession. It says it right there. That is a tenet of Frankism. That's in the rules, huh? That's in the rules. <laughs> Frankism need no scholars, priests, rabbis, or gurus. On the contrary, keeping silent is the true way. The right way is not to talk and to give presentations, but to act with all force and to give and to go the way of silence. The believer must carry the burden of silence and remain clandestine. A believer must hold his tongue like a man drawing a bow. The longer one holds his breath and keeps silent, the further the arrow will fly. He was pretty gross, too, this Zevi guy. Like, Absolutely. Like, that's uh, that's where his, I was going to start. Like, that was the thing. He like, Yeah, he did some... Oh, yeah, that's Zevi. So his thing, yeah, he, it like uh, was a progression, right? So mm-hmm. he would go out, and, and this was before uh, Frank. 
Right. So Sabotage Zevi would go out and he would do these like grandiose displays in the public. Like, um, I think the first one he did is he went out and he recited the sacred name of God in front of a cr- crowd. And like Ooh. everybody started freaking out, which may seem mundane and retarded to us. Well, now, now it is because, then, yeah, because that, we've been conditioned that, to, you know, our, uh, our, our, our you know, we, we've been, I don't know, the, the, uh, the shock and uh, our shock threshold. Jesus, between all the medication and the exposure to crazy media and stuff, and yeah, just saying the name back then. Yeah, was big enough to. It's a big deal. Yeah. Silent weapons oh. for silent wars. Hmm. Hmm. So, and another one he did was he went in Constantinople and he convinced a husband to mount his wife on a tavern table on a tavern table while everyone watched. Uh, in 1658, he declared himself wed to the Torah in a public ceremony, and it says over the years, these acts would devolve into ritual urination performed by Zevi onto the crowd. That's uh, reminiscent of somebody. You guys, uh, so since we're talking about how this relates to the modern times, does that sound familiar to you guys? You guys heard of anybody doing that before? What, pissing uh, on the crowd? Pissing on the crowd? Pissing on the crowd as they scream in fucking reverence to you? Oh, uh, well, no, but I Marilyn went to Manson? a couple Gigi Allen shows. Back yeah, Gigi right. Allen, Marilyn exactly. Manson, yeah. But it wasn't exactly. piss. He was throwing. He threw his shit at us. Well, yeah, there's. Yeah, that's different. Gigi Allen. Yeah, was and, and then he got disgusting. his ass kicked by by skinheads like within uh, four or five minutes of the start of the show. Like I think maybe I heard him play a total out of the two shows a total of seven minutes of music. Wow, you were at and, that show, and you know. Nice. Speaking to what you were just saying, Johnny, about it, like, you know, like your disgust react being numbed, mm-hmm. like that is a a point, like that is one of the goals of Frankism, well, right? Is right. the quest for liberation from shutting down one, one's impulse to recoil. And the way, like, something that you can look at today that we see all over that does that is modern art. That is literally the point of modern art. It is to give you feelings of anxiety and distress. Whereas classical numb your, art yeah, numb your used recoil. to be right. Classical also, well, everything is, off. man. Everything is. You, We're, everybody's overstimulated and overexposed to things and too much sugar and too much caffeine and too much uh, fear and too much adrenaline and too much you know what i mean everything's all right but i i i gotta i gotta i gotta step in front as an artist here not all modern art is meant to no no but the stuff that goes into the stuff that goes into the museum of modern arts the momas that shit well the actual i don't think but not all art that is done in modern times is meant to invoke disgust but things that are classified as modern art like this, like interpretive art and like, uh, you know, fucking somebody takes a shit in a tennis shoe and puts it in a glass case. You know what I mean? No, I, yeah, I, I, I'm more inclined to think that most modern art is really money laundering for, for Jews than it is a CIA experiment. But I, I understand the, I, I understand the concept of both. You know, like I have seen a lot of modern art that's total trash, but there is, I mean, not every not every painting is going to be a, a Rembrandt, you know. No, but the whole, but the point is, is the ones in the museums are supposed to be, and that's the point of a museum. And the modern art museums, that whole phenomenon, that whole thing with um, what was his name with the 
Campbell's ads, the dot matrix looking pictures. Um, it was like the Campbell's soup, and it was from the the sixties. Andy Warhol. Andy Warhol. Andy Warhol. Yeah, all yeah. Andy Warhol stuff. That was like, no, and I mean, dude, it's declassified documentation that the CIA was involved with the modern art movement. Right. You know, but, but the CIA was involved with Andy Warhol. Andy Warhol was like a pipeline. He he was yeah. like a, uh, a like a street guru pipeline for you know. Uh, perform you know finding people to perform experiments on mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. so like it, it but it he's what's his know, name Jack- from uh from laurel canyon who's the guy with uh with with the the girls i can't remember his name now the italian guy uh the freaks yeah, yeah, the, freaks, yeah, yeah. the freaks god what was his name yeah. anyways but this is yeah andy warhol was that version for the art world at the time that makes sense um and music yeah, like and, it was well, obviously a, music it was a, too. Yeah, it was those, a big funnel. Well, those yeah, those all went hand in hand. Like there was, I'm sure Andy Warhol was involved in Laurel Canyon quite a bit too. Yeah, but all, all Jackson Pollock was was a dirty fucking dr- uh, drunk that oh, gross that Jews that Jews used to uh, funnel you know to launder money. Mm-hmm. They didn't actually value his paintings. No, Jack, and none of his paintings are any good anyway. So there's that on top of it. Um, okay, yeah. So why are we were we back with the um oh, because the Frankists in the art movement. Yeah, we started talking about how they want to diminish your uh disgust react mm. basically is reflected yes. in modern art. Well but yeah, um, I can see that. I'm sorry, and, but not just modern art, but media as well. I mean, you know, like horror movies used to be legitimately scary psychological horror movies. Now it's just, you know, gore porn. What was it? Um DB, did you see that tweet where they said that, uh, you you know, I forgot what it is. It's like you can tell the kind of movie it is when the guy says uh, it's been banned in Brazil and, uh, you know, the finale is a 30 minute, uh, you know, murder orgy or something like that. I don't know. All these movies that are nowadays like they they saw put horror into a whole. Yeah. Other well, and even comedy. Well, they they call it they call it a torture porn. Yeah. Torture porn. It's, but it's a whole other. It's even even that like it's. I don't know. I remember well, that's, that's the whole. That's well, the new name for the genre. You're talking about Green Hell, that one movie, and like yeah. uh, Hostel. Mm-hmm. Oh uh, God, Hostel! But, no, but here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. There was always there was always gross. You know, there was always gross horror porn. Fangoria magazine in the 80s and the 90s, like had all the gore porn. All there was always like Face you know like. Death. What's that? Fa- not just faces of death, but like the ones that, like you know, hell, mo- like m- movies you wouldn't even see. They were just released straight to DVD or straight to VHS at the time, um, you know. And they were like you, and in the Fangoria magazine, they'd show you how they did all this makeup, special effects, and stuff. How to, you know, um, but I had a few of those. Yeah, I did too. But that's the thing is, like, it's always kind of been a thing with the horror genre, but they have added this weird sort of uh, sociopathic or, or different form of like psychopathy, you know, like it's a different kind of horror. It's not just, it's like, I don't know. Well, that's not just like fun gore. Those are the things like, like the movies in the 80s. It's cause you mental anguish and give you yeah. like these intense yes. feelings of yes. anxiety and yes. distress. You yes. know what I mean? Where like as before, there were really good horror movies that had like good jump scares. And you know what I mean? Not it was even. Like, not even. The guy like, and the girl were like making out and about to have sex in the barn. And then comes Jason and he right. jumps out and scares. Right. You know what yeah. I mean? Like that. 
And now Kevin Bacon like takes long, an arrow through drawn the neck. Out. People getting their teeth pulled out with like fucking scissors or yeah, and it's really or, it's, you know what I mean. It's like, really disturbing stuff. Like I remember um, somebody talking about how good Midsummer was, and I saw it and I felt really dirty after watching it. Like I felt bad. It, it, it gives you that one and Hereditary give you that that Jewish director just has a perfect way of giving you very uneasy feeling while you're watching it. Mm-hmm. I, I, I and I'm not gonna say either of them are bad, mo- like poorly done movies. No, like not for what they all, are for his own for his own style, it is a very they they are interesting movies because he does the he does this stuff in both movies where he reveals some of the stuff that becomes part of the most horrific elements in, in little snippets here and there over the course of the movie. And then like the crescendo for both of them, like, Oh wow. You know, like I wasn't really paying attention during the slow part, but that was, you know, now it's um, this really big degenerate, disgusting display of murder and gore. uh, Both movies are incredibly satanic. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But, they, uh, but with Midsummer, they make it. It's not satanic. It is uh, white people paganism. Okay, but yeah, like in in Hereditary, it's it's white people in suburb. So I haven't seen. But it it, it, it ends it ends in a in an incredibly satanic fashion. Oh, as great. well, like uh, oh. like one movie, the first movie I remember that was a horror movie that gave me in, like. Uh, unexplainable anxiety, even though it was such a B movie, was Cube, and I couldn't put a finger <laughs> on it. Yeah, the Did, Satan. Do you guys remember Cube? I remember. Or Cube. just uh, I, I, I remember I hate, the name. I, I don't movie. remember the movie though. Uh, it's okay. <laughs> Isn't that the so one with the, Jennifer you know, Lopez? The biggest thing in the news right now uh, on Twitter is the Little Nas X. Uh, Shoes, shoes, and music video promotion. Yeah, Hank, that's intense. Shoes with blood in the sole, and they're called what are they called? Devil shoes, right? And in his music video, he grinds on Satan. And once again, this is, and I mean, not to, I mean, I guess that's what we're doing here, right? We're beating this dead horse. That is a direct reflection of what these people did. Blood sex rituals are a direct. Uh, attribute of Frankism, Sabbateanism. That's what these people did. They crafted that, right? They are the originators of this. These Jews are the originators of the blood sex magic, which went on to become Aleister Crowley's uh, forte and thereby Anton LaVey and thereby uh, who was the uh, um the Temple of Set guy that was the na- the, oh, in the government that did all the psychological stuff. Aquino, right? Michael, Michael Aquino, Aquino yeah. which went on in Jack Parsons and all of these powerful people. Like it goes, there is a solid thread from the 1600s all the way to today, and we still see today people doing magic ritual. You know, uh, real quick, before we get off into this, I want to read a couple things. Before we get off of the Sabbatean thing and into uh, some of these more uh, prominent people who have the public inadvertently involved in their rituals. Okay. Uh, I want to I mention a couple things from the Sabbatean, a couple more tenets and like ideas or philosophies behind the Frankist religion. So here uh, it says, after his conversion to Catholicism... 
Jacob Frank, Jacob Frank declared, Christ, as you know, said that he had come to redeem the world from the hands of the devil. But I have come to redeem it from all of the laws and customs that have ever existed. It is my task to annihilate all that is all that all this so that the good God can reveal himself. Uh, in order to ascend, one must first descend. No area of human existence and soul must be left out. Uh, mankind can only climb to the infinite when it first descends and can be cast down to the bottom rung. Uh, he says here again, I did not come into this world to lift you up, but rather to cast you down to the bottom of the abyss. One must fall to the point where it is impossible to descend an inch more. One must fall so deep that one cannot ascend again through one's own strength. But the Lord can raise one up through his power. So the idea here is uh, one of his famous uh, quotes is, since we cannot all be saints, let us all become sinners. Right. Uh, so the idea here is to be to commit the most depraved, disgusting, evil acts possible in order to get closer to their idea of God. So, like, that is the ideology behind all of these things from Frank or uh, Sabbatean Frankism all the way up to New Age, these New Age Kabbalah cults that Ashton Kusher and Demi Moore and, you know, and, and all of these other little New Age religions are all just spinoffs of this. Like, for instance, these guys, the Sabbatean Frankists, were also known as the cult of the evil eye or the all-seeing all seeing, cult of the all-seeing eye or something like that. And that is a direct homage to the circle dot. And that is why you see like the all-seeing eye heavy in Masonic uh, symbolism because it is a representation of what is known as the circle dot. And in Kabbalah, it's called Keter. And it's a uh, representation of the ultimate truth that sits at the top of the Zohar. That's what all, it's all Jewish mysticism. Everything you see that is uh, plastered as satanic and Masonic and blah, blah, blah. It's all Jewish mysticism right. that has been through these Sabbateans, through uh, and these Frankists, that is what they did. You know, what we were just reading earlier about them being secretive and going and taking on the form of these other religions and these other uh, groups, but, uh, can, uh, you know, in secret, you know, pushing these Sabbatean ideas through those uh, institutions, right? That is how they took over, right? For lack of a better term, that's how they permeated throughout the world. Yeah. That's. They have done that. Um, and it's pretty much everything. I mean, every, everything in all, and it's and it's the well, it's mostly the West, right? It's it's uh, the, what's in the media, which, you know, your Hollywood movies, your your musicians, your singers. They're all all these all these entertainers are all into all this this stuff. Well, that's because the West is the world culture, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. um, Western culture. Popular Western American, for, for the most part, culture right. is the world's culture, right? It is what is uh, exported all around the world for what is the, uh, you know, base culture for the world, right? It is the world's culture. So that is why they use that as their medium. And that is why you see them getting these these blacks in and having them practice their version of sat Satanism. It's called Ifa, And the leaders of 
Black Lives Matter are the ones who follow, or, or some of the ones, I'm sorry, I should say, who follow this African version of Satanism. And in this, uh, like that video that I sent you, the reason I sent that to you is because that's Patrice Cullors, one of the founders of Black Lives Matter, talking about her African Satanism. It's just voodoo is what it is. It's, it's right. fucking voodoo. They call it some other stupid shit, but it's voodoo. Uh, and she's talking about her voodoo and how a central tenet of their voodoo is building shrines to their dead ancestors and chanting their name. And the more people they can have chanting these names, the more power it brings them. And that right. is why, and she said this, this isn't something I made up. This isn't like a, a, a line that I drew. She said this from her own fucking well, I have mouth. A, I have the, the reason clip. That, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I said, I have the clip. And DB, you said it was at six minutes. Uh, six minutes on the uh, on on the, on the Hamilton twenty corner. minute video. Yeah, on the, the Hamilton Black corner video, the Black the BLM connection to witchcraft video. So, you guys yeah. want to listen to that? Want to listen to her say it real quick? Yeah. Okay. Let's yes, listen. Please. Let's let's listen to what she has to say. Is this it? Personally connected and responsible and accountable to them. Um. Did I start it too late? Should I back it up a little further? Um, maybe a little bit. Okay. Go back about fifteen seconds. Three colors. It's a very important practice. Okay, here we go. Sorry. Dead spirits. If you think I'm laughing, because you might have heard many people saying, "Oh, you're making all of this noise about Black Lives Matter." It's just a hashtag. Oh, really? Listen to clip number four. This is Patrice Colors. It's a very important practice. Um, hashtags are for us are way more than a hashtag. It is um, literally almost resurrecting a spirit so they can work through us to get the work that we need to get done. I started to feel personally connected and responsible and accountable to them, um, both from a deeply political place, but also from a deeply spiritual place. And um, always, you know, in, our, in, in my tradition, you offer things that that your loved one who passed away would want, you know, um, whether it's like honey or tobacco, things like that. And that's, it's so important, not just for us to be in direct relationship to our people who've passed, but also for them to know they've, we've remembered them. Um, I, I believe so many of them work through us. Mm. There you go. Mm. Isn't, that, isn't that great? Say it, their name. Say exactly their name. Yes. Been, yes. It's, it's exactly what I've been saying, that technology is a means to further advance the satanic agenda. I, I mean, it, it, it also corresponds, the, the fact that hashtags are being used in this fashion also corresponds with the fact that emojis, uh, the original emojis also happen to correspond with uh, King Solomon's uh, sigils. For, That's right. Uh, I forgot about that. To summon demons. Yeah. So like, and uh, we're, we're talking about the major icons for a lot of these apps directly correspond with uh, different Freemasonic, Kabbalic and Symbolism, alchemic yeah. symbols. Yep. I mean, and a lot of them. It's not just a couple. You know, it's it's not just every single one of Google's. You know, which because it does. 
But uh, yeah, every single one of those things, you know, with the all-seeing eye or whether it's some sort of um, Enochian sigil or something, it, it's it's all out there and they're they're using it and it's technology and that's, yeah, Satan's just moved to the and, internet. <laughs> and to act as if like, oh, this is all, it's just a gaffe, bro, right? They're, they're trolling you, bro, right? right? They're just doing it to fuck with you because you're a conspirator, like, Okay, bro. Keep, whatever helps you sleep at night. All right. Like, yeah. Come the fuck on, man. They're they're really doing this interview with um, I forgot who it was. It's that Zoom call, the Jew on on the Zoom call. But it's like some some major some major organization had them on. I mean, they're like the founders of Black Lives Matter. You know, we say this all the time on the show. Uh, whether or not you believe in this stuff, it doesn't matter because the people that are doing it, they believe in this stuff. They're the ones that are, you know, doing using it to using control it. your fucking life, right? And if you don't think they are, I mean, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, you've got you've got people cheering. I mean, this is kind of an aside, but you got people cheering for the government giving a probable tranny, you know, tax money to perform a satanic ritual. You know what I mean? Elon Musk gets tax money to perform satanic rituals on television with his with his SpaceX, right? And and and, and people love it. They're like, "Dude, did you watch the launch?" You know? Like <laughs> this Yeah, and yeah. they fucking eat it up. They uh, eat they it up. We are and even watch, if like they watch these people walk out dressed as demons right. with like red suits on and like right. oh yeah bro it's just it's just a dance it's, it's just, just a, a dance, dance it's bro. just a mask it's just a mask on a tv show it's just a mask on a tv show it doesn't matter that the mask is some sort of ancient icon for like but yeah, you know, yeah it's been around since fucking nothing to Babylon, do with that yeah right? no no do bro no, the- what it is now what it is now is see the people behind all this stuff realize that conspiratards are all over this so now they're just dropping easter eggs bro that's what they're doing bro yeah, to, okay, the bro. entire power structure right right <laughs> the yeah, entire the- corporate right. and governmental yes. power and media power structure has decided to all come together on this massive because, troll because yeah, yeah just logo. a troll the just logo a troll for Starbucks. The logo for Starbucks isn't is it's just a mermaid, dude. It's not Ishtar. No, right. Well, it's not just Ishtar. It's also um, a Star Day. Uh, what's her name uh, there? Um, Mommy Wata. Oh, when you when when you uh, when you purchase a Starbucks coffee, the money goes to what was that, John? Oh, don't get me to lie to you right now. I don't have it in front of me. Oh, man. Oh, you're the one that sent us this prep. <laughs> yeah, but I don't have it right in front of me, bro. The Starbucks I've got, I've got, I've got the sabotage everything in front of me right no, now. No, but on. the Starbucks... Anyway, yeah, the Starbucks chick, it's not like... I don't remember what it's supposed to be. It's a, it's a Baphomet, and then there's like... That's, that's what I always thought it was. It's just the mermaid, bro. But no, but apparently there is an Af uh, an Afrocentric when well, it's a voodoo deity. Mami Wata is a uh, is a twin tailed. No, it's just a single. It's just a mermaid. So we was coffees is what they're trying to get at with this. <laughs> we was coffees. Yeah. Um, ATR African traditional religion. This is some thing that these famous blicks. 
performed yep. it's just a form of satanism so i've got that yeah i've got that here now man yeah that there are many so it is an all-encompassing term for voodoo is what Basically, it is so they've yeah. got ifa and they've got all of these different uh you know st- you know santeria is like the mexican version of it Right, but it's all voodoo. It's all Satanism. It is all the same shit. This is just how Jewish men, uh, Jewish mysticism, manifested in uh, these disparate cultures. Right, mm-hmm. African and you know uh, Mexican, whatever those are, indigenous Indian cultures, whatever the fuck you want to call them. Sure, uh, that is how that Jewish mysticism manifested in those cultures right when it got there and when they started teaching this shit to africans and to mexicans this is how it manifested it manifested as as santeria right right. but it's all the same shit it is it is sacrifice and blood sacrifice and yeah child sacrifice so here here's the list right here i'm sorry i couldn't find the list right here so here it is uh there is the your birth your Yorba tradition of Ifa or Orisa, and there is Santeria, Lukumi, and Voodoo, and uh, yeah, those are different from the Benin and Congo regions of West Africa. Yeah, so yeah, those are all the different versions of Jewish mysticism in Africa and Mexico. Hold on, check this. (laughs) Check this out. When you when you hit when you tap on the link for Mami Wata. In that in that article uh, mm-hmm. with the Starbucks crap, mm-hmm. here's here's a description of the book that they want you to buy, and it shows like a oh, giant wow. uh, negropotamus in a bathing suit. <laughs> oh, like, I say yes. The uh, rituals of Mami Wata by uh, Benito Torres. So here, here, here's what here's what the description says. This book will show you the different methods to get in contact with the water spirits, known in Africa as Correct. Mami Wata. And in other parts of the world, as nymphs, undines, or mermaids. Man, mermaid, mermaids that I, I've seen in classical art don't look like the thing on this cover. No. Uh, these, these are especially wonderful spirits who generally assume the appearance of maidens endowed with superhuman beauty, but they don't look like Lizzo. Um, water spirits exist and are very real. The problem is to find the correct procedures to call these spirits, which are indicated in detail in this book with images and examples. The rituals that I offer you in this work are essentially African, coming from the followers of Mamiwata of West Africa, where the water spirits are venerated and taken more seriously than in other parts of the world. Ooh. Mm. Uh, actually, Mamiwata spirits are the most powerful that I've come to know, and they can grant you like practically everything you ask them. Health, wealth, success, fame, spiritual powers, and this is the kicker, even cash. Whoa. Whoa! You think they can give you all this cash time? This book? All this time, all I needed to do was get this eight-dollar Kindle book. Uh, we just needed to find a Negro mermaid, right? <laughs> Let me see this Benito this Torres. Hold on a second, Benito Torres you has. The, you find that at the public pool, man. Right. They'll all be in the shallow end. <laughs> Johnny, you were saying something about Benito Torres. Uh, I was just looking at the list of his books that he's written. All of his other books are in Spanish. Okay, never mind. <laughs> I was just seeing what else this guy wrote, but yeah, he just has this one random book on. No, African he's got a whole bunch of other spirits. books. Yeah, he's got a whole bunch of other books. I didn't really care to look into the translations of the titles. One of them had something to do with Jane Austen. 
So I'm sitting. Whatever, I'm sitting here. I'm good. really sidetracked on these Satan shoes. I mean, yeah, this the is Satan shoes are. Insane. That's interesting. Um, they're Nikes. Like, there you go. I mean, that's like all the more reason not to. <laughs> I mean, that's not Photoshop. Those are actually real. Those are actually real. When you open the when you open the box. Where, is there get, now do we have that image on the inside do we have because remember the people that collect these shoes um they no, keep no, but do we have boxes. a link to they the actual article them. huh and he has on them so these shoes have blood in the soles mm-hmm. the picture inside or i'm sorry blood in the shoe somehow the picture inside the box is bodies being ravaged in hell basically right. with the demon standing over them and on the shoe it has Luke 10:18 which is and he said unto them I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven right there we go that's what's on the freaking shoe I saw Sam, I just clicked on the link contains 60 cc's of ink the soul contains 60 cc's of ink and one drop of human blood so the soul the black soul on the bottom so a black soul <laughs> has human blood in it oh and inside oh i'm sorry inside your air so if you go to yeah, the that's what i say in the bubble part in the bubble part if you go to nike's website if you go you click on the actual link it shows the liquid going back and forth that's really disturbing and it has like a gold pentagram icon hanging from the laces on both feet so and this is like right you know mischief mschf made these shoes these are uh individual individually numbered satan.shoes slash product is the, the website that I, i'm on here So I don't know I that had Nike. Somebody make me something. I, I don't know that Nike actually has anything to do with it. These are maybe just like some sort of refurbished Nike. Like okay, so no. If you look no now, hang Nike on. Nike gave them a license at least. I mean, did they though? Uh, does it matter? I mean, looking these- at the, looking at this, I don't. Like the six 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 and the Luke ten eighteen or whatever don't really seem to be. They might be photoshopped in. Like this might be some sort of a large troll. Like the mischief, the Aeneas X or whatever. When you look at, go to the website. I think I think we've been trolled. Okay, well, even if we've been trolled, this shit ain't very far off. Yeah, and it definitely, and definitely is congruent with the rest of the stuff in that article that uh, John sent us oh, this yeah. morning. Yeah, no, absolutely. But this is like, yeah, this is definitely like a troll. This is like mischief drop forty three. Well, well, I mean, I don't even know so, it doesn't shoe. matter. Even so, the guy, the but guy I- who did the, uh, the guy who, who the uh, artist who's doing these shoes even if the art the shoes aren't real if this is just some sort of a troll campaign or whatever uh the rapper himself did like the gayest literally and i mean not gayest is in like you know dude stop being gay but no actually like most homosexual 
video where he like basically has sex with Satan. And that's the kid who's doing the, that's the shoes. So there you go. It is not fake. And that is this not is fake. from the daily. That is, is not from the fake. Daily Caller. Yeah, that is this not is from fake. the Daily Caller. The the, the video is real. Well, from the Daily Caller, it says Little Nas X unveils the shape the Satan shoe that contains human blood and are a limited to six hundred and sixty six pairs. Right. Oh, Nas so, X. oh, so the what we're looking at uh, in the picture is the sixth of six hundred and sixty six pairs. Right. Mm. Okay, so that's how you know. That's how you know you have one of the special, the special pair. Can I just say these are really ugly fucking shoes to begin with, and that is almost impossible not to fucking go to an athletic shoe place to try to find, you know, just to try to find some regular athletic shoes that don't look like homosexual satanic moon boots. You can't find hate, these like in the store. So right, but the ones right that they the ones that they have anyway are just always God. They're always so fucking god awful, and I'm yeah. like, and then you look at the price and it's like 115 dollars, and you're like, you got to be kidding me! <laughs> yeah, I'm not oh, putting these ugly the things on my on feet these. for that much money. So the Old Town Road singer is expected to release the pair of shoes on March 29th as a collaboration with Nike. It's an the actual Nike star- collaboration. Okay, I it's stand a corrected. Collaboration with Nike. The wow. shoe starts at one thousand eighteen dollars and contains sixty cc's of ink and one drop of human blood. The timing of the shoe release coincides with the release of Nas's latest video, Montero. Call me by your name. Saying those names again, which was released Thursday. The music video shows him dancing on a stripper pole on his way down to hell, descending as far down as you can. Sound familiar? Yep. Uh, giving Satan a lap dance. Hmm. There you have it. There it's you go. all the same shit. That that I just read is all like verbatim from the laws of Frankism that I just read 20 minutes ago. It's like verbatim, the same fucking thing. And they do it, and they do it over and over and over again. They do it in different ways. Um, remember when we, we brought up the Grammys the other day, DB? And I was like, oh. Uh, yeah, the Trammies? Yeah, the Trammies. I was like, oh, look, it's another one of those Illuminati ritual things and whatever. Because it is. Like, it's literally always an Illuminati ritual. You know, there's always... Oh. Uh, a Sabbatean ritual. It's the Frankest ritual. It's all the same stuff. Though. Fucking percent. Every, every single time. time. Every time. And it's like it, 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 it's kind of you know. I mean, it's it's so easy for us. To and spot. it's not. And it's every time. You know, it is every time. It's not hy- hyperbolic. It's not a joke. It's not an act. These people practice this shit mm-hmm. in their personal lives. They're satanic. Listen to this. Another thing that calls back to what we were just talking about, to the tenets of Frankism. Remember how we were talking about you must not appear as you are and take the right. persona of crypto right, and all that shit? Yeah, the crypto right here. It says, I wrote a song with our name in it. It's about a guy I met last summer. I know we promised never to come out publicly. I know we promise to never be that type of gay person. I know we promise to die with the secret. Remember, death comes before the confession. Literally verbatim, the same fucking shit, guys. Yep, word for word. Hey, we are uh, way into the break. 
So, uh, DB, you want to real quick tell us the name of the song? Uh, yeah, I almost picked this one song, this one techno song that my coworker was playing a lot, and I thought it would be funny to play it until Johnny Elbows decided to do that deep fake thing and put Sven uh, singing it. Oh. And like, and like, since then, I watched it so many times because it was so funny that it earwormed into my head. And I, I've been trying to exercise this earworm. It was that, uh, it's that one techno song, boom, 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 boom. I want you in my room. It's dude. I, like, I, I hate myself so much for getting this thing stuck in my head. It's my fault because I was, I was memeing on it and joking about it. Yeah. So instead, I've been listening to instrumental post-rock to try to exercise it from my brain. Always a good choice. I've been listening to uh, If These Trees Could Talk, and uh, this song is Signal Trees. All right. We'll be back.
All right, everybody, we're back. This is still the Paranormies. I'm still Johnny Monoxide with Dogbot and John Fashcroft. Uh, we're just hanging out, talking about whatever. Um, it works, doesn't it? What's that? Playing instrumental post rock in order to get really shitty songs out of your head. Yeah, like absolutely. Yeah, it's a, it's a great time. That's a good one too. Add that one to the list. Um, I've been listening to uh, the Ocean a lot recently. Like them since uh, yeah since I, got the, I, I since I rediscovered them. I was reintroduced to them. Uh, somebody sent us that one for the Firmament episode, so that worked out really well. I re- I rediscovered Mohican, and then when I looked at the song titles of their second album, I was mm-hmm. like, "What the fuck?" There's a song called Exit Torah, and there was like three song titles that were like super jewish very like, very Ugh. jewish yeah. yeah well i mean musicians but they have they have they have a good guitar sound you know sure sure but they're jews anyways Damn um it. yeah <laughs> like slash i had no idea you didn't know slash was was uh julato yeah he's black and jewish yeah but uh john has a really good theory about hair bands yes oh yeah nice to you yeah, so hairband, part of Jewish mysticism, part of Kabbalah is inversion magic, right? And that is why we see the tranny, or as we, as you call it, I liked what you called it. I'd never heard it called that before, the androgyne agenda. I'd yes. never heard it called that before, but I love mm-hmm. that. So part of the uh, androgyne agenda, is, or I'm sorry, uh, part of getting it accepted, in my opinion, was the 80s hair bands. They trotted these guys out uh, as uh, avatars of masculinity, but painted them up in makeup, teased their hair, put them in tight patent leather clothing, and dressed them like women to get men to accept feminization as an aspect of masculinity. And a big part of getting that uh, movement pushed through was a Jew by the name of Theo uh, Theodore Adorno. He is one ah, of the yes. founding members of the Frankfurt School. Yep. He was married to Nikki Six's aunt, I believe, or something to that nature, uh, a direct relative of Nikki Six. He helped with their lyrics. He helped with their style. He helped with their image. Right. So 80s hair bands were a direct result of Jewish inversion magic. Well, everything but they were, men everything out used there to is, dressing well, like women. They yeah. were also a step up from 70s British glam rock. Yeah, which, well, which that's what uh, they kind of came out of, you know, because like the L.A. I believe it was like the really glam guys were, came out like with like the L.A. dolls and stuff and um Right, but even before then in Great Britain, like Queen. Right, Queen. Uh, yeah. Uh, Bowie, you know, T Rex. dresses both. Thin Lizzy. Mm-hmm. Or maybe David Dolls. Bowie, uh, the Wiccan who feared witches were after him, another Satanist. Oh, and yeah. We, the, yeah. Yeah, David uh, Bowie's. In our, in our recent episode where we covered uh, celebrities that replaced themselves in public. Uh, we went over his Black Star video. Have you seen that, John? No, I've never even heard of it. It's pretty, uh, pretty the, the last two music videos he did, Black Star and Lazarus. Uh, if you have 16 minutes, uh, 
watch both of them in your in your spare time and you'll you'll immediately see the stuff that we were just like whoa yeah. come on it was very <laughs> very obvious they're not hiding it at all in that video in either of those no, videos at man. all yeah they don't anymore they used to hide it a little bit you know they hit it and they'd have to disguise it with language and couch it and you know kind of risque-ish language and now it's just out in the open and to clear something up on that too um the reason that is a lot of people will say that like oh you know uh you know they do like the uh predictive programming thing and i'm not saying that's not true uh, they also do there are a bunch of different explanations for why jews have to show you what's going on all these things but it's actually something that's written in torah it is called the transference of sin when they tell you how bad they're about to fuck you over the sin is now on you it's called the transference of sin it's a jewish mystic principle that's why they do it it is so that sin that that sin is no longer on their shoulders that is the point of putting the, everything out in front of you look into it guys it's called the transference of sin it's a jewish mystic principle yeah they have a holiday for it what's the um which one is that one it's not purim isn't it no what's the holiday where they do the chickens is I that think that's the chicken swinging yeah i forget yeah. what it's called but yeah uh, they, they transfer chicken swinging day they, yeah they yeah chicken swinging they transfer all their their sins away from them so it doesn't matter yeah very nice, very convenient of them. Yeah, but you know that one country, Belgium, said we're not going to do it anymore, and now there's going to be another Holocaust. Oh God! Is this prep that I didn't read? Is this? Is, 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 oh no! We, 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 oh. I think we. Oh. I think we covered Whew. it on the uh, uh, Nationalist Enquirer very briefly uh, at the beginning of the year. Uh, Belgium decided to make the practice of the. Oh yeah, the, the chicken thing. slaughter right, of right, chickens right, right. and pigs. Yes, yes, uh, yes. Yeah. yes. Or, or no, they 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 got rid of the kosher and halal practice of butchery. Of butchering, right? So they can't do it. So that yeah, that gets rid of the religious uh, rituals. They still do it. it still happens in New York. <laughs> yeah, and dude, it's an um, it's an insane amount of chickens they slaughter too. I read when they were doing it last year. I read an article about it because people in New York were bitching about it, and there it's like either fifty thousand or five hundred thousand. I can't remember one of the two. Fifty thousand or five hundred thousand chickens they slaughter. It's not like ten or fifteen. It's thousands and thousands and thousands of chickens. Yeah, it's a lot of chickens that, that get killed to do this. Yeah, it's and they're tra it's the sin chickens. So they transfer their their sins into the chicken, and it's I forgot what the fucking uh, I should know this. As much yeah, as, we all should. As, I know, right? As God, like, any, if, if we weren't uh, if we weren't doing this show and we were just talking, we would have all said it at the same time, right? But can what we, kind can of we, can what? we stop ta talking about slaughtering chickens? I'm surrounded by chupacabras. No, I know, right I know, it's a bad idea for you. But, but what I was gonna on. say is, what I was gonna say is, what what kind of anti semites are we? Like we don't even know. The name of this holiday. Hey, don't feel bad. I I uh, shit the bed on Theodore Herzl, the father oh, yeah? of Zionism, a while back. Somebody was like, "You know that?" I was like, "No, nah, I know the name, but I can't quite put a thumb on it." <laughs> like, oh god, it, I hate man. when I do that. He's like, "Oh, Caparot, <laughs> Caparot." Uh, the Day of Atonement, the holiest day on the Jewish calendar. So, see, here's the thing: it's the holiest day on the Jewish calendar, and nobody knows what it is. 
How about Dude, that? I mean, don't feel exactly. don't feel bad about that, guys. I mean, like one of one of my friends asked me to recommend him a Pelican album, and like I couldn't even remember the name of one of my favorite albums of theirs. Just that, uh, like, put on the spot. That is an obscure connection, very obscure analogy, I, but I get well, it. Well, I mean, that's one of my favorite bands. Like, I it's, love Pelican. It's, it's just we're getting old, so yeah. it's like sometimes we just can't we can't recall these important things especially when we're bombarded with stuff week in and week out that day in and day out no it's not just week in and week out anymore the news cycle is is almost daily it some days it's like twice daily the news cycle changes it's done on purpose everything's sped up to keep you confused and afraid and confused that way they can perform their magic more efficiently because if you're not grounded at all, you have no base. It's easy to control you and well, do all at the your base, they, they own you. Right? Oh, absolutely, they do. Huh? I that mean, is yeah. literally a patch. On that's literally a fucking NASA patch. They put that on one of their patches. It's got like a fucking ominous demon, and it's in Latin, and it says, "At your base, we own you." Mm-hmm. NASA, which is Hebrew for what is it? To deceive? Uh, to deceive. Uh, yeah, to yeah, something to like that. To lie, basically. No, to it's, lie. It's to deceive. I'm pretty pretty sure it is. But I don't have, NASA yeah. is yeah, and people get mad. You know, they're like when we when we talk about you know NASA because my my white achievement. And how we, we shit on white achievement by saying that we didn't actually go to the moon and that NASA lies and that, you know, the ISS isn't real and all that stuff. I, um, I just don't understand why, like, the conquering of the rest of the world isn't enough white achievement. Like, I don't understand why the only bastion of white achievement has to be NASA and, and right, rocketry. Right, has to be. Right. It has it, to be rocketry, which has be been proven rocketry and NASA. Nothing many else. times over to be uh, ritualistic magic. They literally did fucking rituals to pan while they jacked off on magic tablets I know. while doing rocket tests, bro. Come I, on, man. I, but dude, <laughs> I know, I know, I know. But they were, you know, but they were, but they had, but then the Nazi scientists came, right? The Nazi scientists who we had just been fighting with, by the way. I always wondered how that worked. So, um, hello, hello, Werner. Hello, Hans. Hello, Hans. Hello, also, Hans. Well, it's either we got them or the Soviets got them. No, wait. Wait, Well, the Soviets got some, too. They they got their share. But, uh, like, how did that... We got the best ones. Right. Well, okay. But we were... (laughs) Still, think about it. Think about it. We were literally just fighting them. Yeah, I understand we just literally carpet-bombed Dresden until the whole place was, like melted glass like literally it was a the bowl of melted glass the asphalt liquefied and right. they found bodies of people re-solidified into the fucking asphalt yeah so there's something else on i mean on it, we can do a dresden thing one day a deep dive into dresden because there's something else there i think there might actually be some sort of jewish space laser involved um or directed energy weapon but 
what I'm saying is the people whose families just died in those Dresden fires probably I don't think how how excited do you think they would have been to corroborate with uh, American scientists who had uh, you know put together the technology to make that bombing possible. You know what I mean? Now they're well, over they here. had to, right? They, right, they had or to. die. They right, it was that or die. It was it was you know put your entire everything on the line to get America to space before Russia, because now now America's not but friends with Russia. And friends. do what? Right. Go get up. to space before Russia and do what? And get to the moon. Put a flag, it, bro. Because it's hard. But but bro, king of the mountain, got to get our flag there right, first. Right, right. That's what white people do. They gotta they gotta be the first person to pee there. If they guys, don't get the first person to pee there, then like what the hell, you know? Guys, I'm I'm terribly sorry, but all that talk about slaughtering chickens got my chupacabras all riled up, and I gotta go feed them. So I gotta go get some chickens out of the coop and all right, feed man. them chickens. All right. I mean, I'm not blaming you guys for just like going, you know, like going at length about it, but they got big, you know, they got big ears, you know, they're canines I, I, I and they, you. you know, they hear the word chicken and, you know, they start salivating. They're chupacabras. So it's all good. Man, it was, it was, uh, it was a lot of fun hanging out with you guys and, uh, I'll Dude, see you guys soon. Blast. It was a blast to get to talk with you, dog. God bless you, man. You no, too, be, man. We'll talk again soon. He'll be back, John. He He's kind of. He's kind of on the show. He'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. We'll see you later, DB. Like, All right. So now it's just me and Mr. Fashcroft. Uh, Jack is still. What did I say Jack was doing? I forgot what I said. Jack Out of was commission doing. till 5 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> Out of commission till 5 a.m. Yeah, I know. Poor guy. Poor guy. The weather. That's right. The harp machine got Jack. Um, But what were we talking about before DB had to bounce? I forgot. I totally forgot to. Uh, I mean, I knew where we were at. In well, we were like talking the, about NASA. Oh, the German, the German scientists coming over and founding NASA with um, the occult. Oh, the yeah, that's guys, what I was going to say. The, the rocket real... guys who were doing butt stuff, you know, in the desert with taxpayer money. All of a sudden, now they have a nice German contingency. You know, nice, nice big, tall, blonde guys that you know, blonde hair, brown hair, blue eyes, you know, nice, sharp, well-dressed, smoke like a chimney, but uh, well-dressed. I heard Werner von Braun smoked 24 hours a day. I think he smoked in his sleep. <laughs> uh, but yeah, all of a sudden now, you know, NASA, this this Jet Propulsion Laboratories offshoot, which is now going to be the government um, organization for space exploration, is now uh, infused with a large infusion of german personnel interesting right so yeah. how do they how do they play into the, to the satanist part you know i would i don't like to talk about things i don't know and i'm not gonna lie guys i don't know a lot about the german uh rocket program or much about the german uh military uh special projects at all like the mm -hmm. glocken and stuff like that you know there's a lot of stuff said about the glocken and occult rituals and stuff around that but i don't know you know what yeah. i mean so then at that point i would just be speculating but i will say this man as far as like the moon goes the real red pill on like getting to the moon and and all that shit is 
it wasn't that tough of a feat, guys. It's in our fucking atmosphere. If, in fact, that's what happened, then, yeah, it's now it's in our atmosphere. Because they keep changing. They yeah, keep moving it, the goalposts to make sure that once people discover um, something that could completely blow NASA out of the water, and they're like, oh, no, wait, but now there's this, which totally validates our, our previous. Yeah, you don't have to do all the hard stuff to get to space because it's not even in space, bro. It's right, right there. Right. It's, yeah, yeah, no, like, it's bad. On, it's man. Yeah. Yeah, but that's a whole that's a whole thing, and people get mad about it because we're taking away the whole white achievement. And where's well, the thing about the white achievement? Oh. Like with oh no, check. What's I up? had a guy, and he wasn't even talking to me. He was in my Telegram chat, and this uh, the, this kind of conversation got brought up, and he was like repeatedly and aggressively asking in my chat, "Was Werner von Braun an evil man?" Was Werner von Braun an evil man? Like, he asked, like, three times. He was pissed. Like, as you're saying, like, he was pissed that we were calling rocketry evil. He's like, so you're saying Werner von Braun was an evil man? Like, it, it like, I offended mean, him at his core. I mean, <laughs> I I don't know what to tell you. Again, Some of these people, bro. when they're performing these things, that they may not even realize the rituals that they're performing. I mean, honestly, how many people in inverted... Christian churches that are like you know completely perverted, right? Uh, when they get up there and they do their little whatever, that they're they're actually performing an inverted ritual of what they think. It, you know what I mean? Well, yeah, a hundred percent. And not only that, how many millions of people right. have inadvertently participated, like we just pointed out, mm -hmm. in African voodoo rituals by chanting these fucking Black criminals' Lives names, stuff. right? You say his name, all that stuff. They're voodoo rituals. Yep. It's and they're chanting. all participating in it. When you put mm -hmm. that stupid fucking hashtag out there, Michael Brown and Tamir Rice and all these. Hashtag Black Lives Matter, just in general. Just, yeah. Yeah. The whole hashtag itself has uh, a, a spiritual connotation, according to uh, avowed Marxist, you know, colors. What was her name? Patricia Colors. Something like that. Yep. Was her name. We are trained Marxists. Yeah. Trained, trained Marxists. Marxists. Trained Marxists. Yeah. Excuse me. That's what she said. And they're trained Marxists and they're doing voodoo rituals with hashtags. And the more people they get to do it, the more powerful the magic is. They believe this. And again, whether you believe it or not, whether you're like, oh, this black chick, oh, this negress, she believes that stuff. Ha ah, ha ha. Well, guess what? She's the founder of Black Lives Matter who's actually doing all this shit. Getting well, millions, getting millions of people to tweet hashtag Black Black Lives Matter. So she is whether it's working or not, she's getting the people to do the bit for her. It's you know the bit is happening whether you believe it's working or not. Look look at the power that they have. You know. Well, and not only that, man, you cannot separate uh, that dumb negress mm -hmm. from Jewish mysticism. It's, right. That's what right. she's doing. She right. is doing Jewish mysticism. Right. It's just an African version of it. She is marionetting what a Jew taught her ancestors a thousand mm -hmm. years ago. It's car it's, that is where cargo cult comes from. There you go. Right. Exactly. That man. is officially and a cargo culted concept. Like textbook definition. Um one hundred percent. Yeah, and you know, and then they brought it over to the Caribbean, where the Spanish had already had like their Santeria version, the perverted version of um, 
I guess it was the Spanish version of voodoo. Brought and then you had them by Jewish conversos. And right, yep. And then you have the the conversos in in the Catholic Church. You know, even going as far as wasn't Torquemada a Jew who was a converso that ended up getting put on his own rack? Yes. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, like, even the head, it, even the head, the head torturer. You know, of the of the uh, of the the Inquisition, Torquemada was a Jew. Yeah, the Catholic Church. Yeah. And, and not only that, uh, outside in the secular world, in Ma- in Masonry. Mm-hmm. Right, the the Freemasons. That is just Kabbalah. That's Jewish mysticism it's, for Gentiles. Right, it's fucking Kabbalah masonry, for, for masonry started from the Masons at Solomon's fucking temple, man. Yeah. Oh, we talked about this. We've talked about this many times. But then, and that's the thing is, like, people are like, well, you know, there's no, well, there's no Masons in New York or DC or like da da da. Well, they don't need, they don't need, you know, Masons in New York because they have Jews. You know, there's no. Well, there's and I'm no gonna need say for, something that's gonna probably piss a lot of people off. There's no for need the people for people who. For people who's... Oh, I'm ahead. sorry, go ahead. I'm sorry, my bad. Well, no, I was going to say, there's no need for a Masonic presence when you have actual Jews. <laughs> All right, yeah. Well, and not only that, uh, this is probably going to piss some people off. And I'm going to preface this by saying, like, I have Masons in my family. My wife has Masons in her family. But this is something people have to come to terms with. The Mason in your family practice satanism if you don't believe me go read the morals and dogma of the ancient and accepted scottish rite by albert pike read it they literally worship lucifer as the light bearer and the one true god they read that yes your average old plumber good old boy who's a mason read that fucking book and thought it was a good idea, and decided to stay in that fraternity. He right. is a Satan. But dude, but dude, they're just. But that's the Scottish right, man. This isn't the same thing. This is the York right, man. Oh, fuck. Totally different, bro. It's totally different. It's a totally different type of masonry, bro. You don't understand. <laughs> it's sativa, <laughs> yeah, bro. Right, it's sativa. Exactly. You don't even get like you don't even get the munchies, bro. It's like different, bro. Yeah, it's that head high, right? <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> wrong high. thing. Wait, we're on the wrong. Wait a second. No, I'm joking. Uh, it's not this. No, it's exactly the same thing. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's not the same. It is the same. Yeah, and I know that ruffles people's feathers, but it's just true. You right. know, a true thing is a true thing. Well, regardless, and people get right? mad. The truth is the truth, and a lie is a lie. Right, and people get mad, and you know, it's one of the things that that uh, Ben Shapiro, Ben Shapiro said that you know, facts don't care about your feelings. He wasn't wrong there. <laughs> um, you know, the 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 fact remains is that you know whether or not you believe it they believe it this is the stuff they do and you know what about my buddy that's a mason and he laughs and says that you know we're not doing that stuff dude people are they're religious and they're like you know these people are christians and blah 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 blah. like yeah but when masonry and the the rituals you're performing they're actual satanic rituals no they're not man no they're not and you know they think it's funny well and then we have people in our thing who you know, who are national socialists. And if you read Miguel Serrano, uh, there's, he's very adamant about the fact that you can't be a national socialist and also be a Mason. I mean, the, the national socialist party, like they are very, very anti-Mason and it was because of the Jewish influence, you know, exactly or, because or, they knew it was Jewish Kabbalah. Right, right, right. It was Jewish Kabbalah from the beginning. And it was, and it was, you know, cause the B'nai B'rith, was the people who basically monitored Freemasonry. 
You know, if well, you seen- yeah, and I mean, even their lore stems from the building of King Solomon's temple. Like mm-hmm. that's where their lore stems stems from. And all of the masons at King Solomon's temple—that's the secret, right? The secret of King of King Solomon's temple was kept by the masons, right? Like that is like Jewish mysticism is centered around this shit. Or I'm sorry, it's centered around Jewish. I said that backwards. It's centered around Jewish <laughs> mysticism. Yes. And all of this stuff, you know, is Jewish mysticism. NASA <laughs> goes back to Jewish mysticism. But hey, John, are all the space programs Jewish mysticism? Are they all in on this Jewish mysticism? I would, it's like, it's one of those things like, you know, yes. Yeah. Even like you said before, even if it's inadvertently, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, like when you, uh, I had a good analogy before, before, but basically when you play with the devil's toys, you're doing the devil's work, whether whether you know it's the devil's toy or not. Right. Um, well, they kind of all have to know. Do they have to know that the ISS is fake? You know, the people that are from other countries that are quote up there have to know. You know, and they're like, well, all the countries wouldn't be in on it. Well, I'm not even convinced. Here's the thing. I'm not even so much convinced that like the ISS and things like that are fake. I just don't think they are where they say they are. I think they're just fucking if they are there, they're just floating around within our atmosphere way the fuck up in the sky. Right. Just like the the moon. The The moon is within our atmosphere for fuck's sake. Right. But the whole well, they're retconning that into being in our atmosphere because it's inside the firmament. You know, and that's it's a small local luminary. It's not you know, whatever distance they say. I want everybody away. I want everybody that's listening to this and doubting this to go look at what happened to the Voyager two when it tried to leave the solar system. I believe that's what it was called. Yeah, the Voyager two when it tried to leave mm-hmm. the solar system. Go look at what happened to that. <laughs> um what was I gonna say we were talking about the moon. Yeah, but no the ISS isn't real. Like they, they film that stuff as green screens and pools and stuff. And, and, and here's the, the messed up part. I've seen some very convincing footage that says that I have. Right. And here's the thing. Like, you know, my friend showed me that. And if he knows about it, then the government knows that he knows about it. You know what I mean? Like all this top secret stuff that the government's trying to hide from you. How do you know about it if the government's trying to hide it from you? You know what I mean? Like the information that you're being told, that you see this top secret information that's breaking down the videos from the ISS and whatever, like they obviously have to know that people know that the ISS is fake. Well, like they, they have to know. You know. Don Pettit. Like Don Pettit, the guy, the guy from NASA who said that he'd go back in a heartbeat, but they they you know they don't have the technology anymore or the the video of him where he's like leaning his arm out the side of the lander and you know they asked what he is i'm one of the science guys and i'm one of the fix-it guys like is that what a real scientist would say when conducting an interview about you know their role in a uh in a t- on a team of scientists that are going to in quote space does that sound like something you know does it sound like a, a serious person 
No, it sounds like somebody who's like winging it, pulling right. shit out of his ass. Yeah. yeah. And what was it? Uh, wasn't it? Uh, which one of them was it? Wasn't it Buzz Aldrin that like told the little kid they never went to the moon? Yeah. Yeah. Because we never <laughs> went. Because we never we went. Go back. He's like, I'll tell you what, kiddo, we never went to begin with. <laughs> yeah. Because we never went, he said. And people are like, that's not what he meant. No, what he meant. And that I love when people try to explain what you clearly just saw somebody say. You know, they're going to give you the intent. Okay. Yeah, you can tell me exactly what Buzz Aldrin buzzed Aldrin meant. He's always looks like he's hammered, wasted. In all the videos, wherever you see him, Mister Mister, yeah, you know, circle so around the Mister circle around Xanax. the eye, yeah. the Illuminati, black eye. He had the left, he had the black left eye. Uh, he was the one that went to Antarctica and had to come home because all of a sudden he got very sick. Right? Uh, I'll tell you, yeah. The the black eye thing is really interesting. It goes back to that all being a, a simple a symbol for uh, the truth of the Zohar, right? The all seeing eye can. Uh-huh. But I'll tell you something that interested me. It just this is me squirreling out. You said Antarctica, and every time someone mentions Antarctica, I have to bring up the fucking meeting or the the patriarch of Kirill. Uh, going down there, and all of these world leaders that have been going down here over these last five years. We've been seeing a lot of world leaders going down to Antarctica, and yes. we've seen, I know we've seen Kirill go down there, the patriarch of the Orthodox Church. Yep. I believe the Pope went down there, and it was either before or right before or right after that happened that it was the first time in like a thousand or something years that the Pope and the Arch, or the patriarch of the orthodox church mm-hmm. met it was the first time since the schism between the churches that they actually met and they, they met, met in antarctica to right discuss yeah i yeah. thought they did but i didn't want to be lying right i, I, I was it, pretty that, sure I could be wrong too. It happened, i could but, be wrong too but you know what we don't have an intern tonight so fuck it we're doing it live <laughs> all right yeah so for for tonight they they met in antarctica but even right. if they didn't meet in antarctica it they all happened for some within reason. like months yeah. of each other right then john you know Kerry I mean? went down there the night donald trump was elected john Kerry took a flight down to antarctica um you know secretary of state so there's a lot of a lot of weird stuff going on with antarctica and the space program you know there's a there's a whole bunch of stuff, dude. There's like you know the people that believe that uh, after World War II, Operation High Jump was actually a continuation of World War II, where Admiral Byrd went down and got his ass thoroughly thrashed by the Germans um, at Antarctica when they were trying to get to New Schwabenland, um, and that's part of when they discovered the firmament. And the ice wall and all this stuff about about the uh, what Antarctica really is, and that's why in 1958 they signed that treaty, where literally every country, including you know tens of countries that hate each other, all signed this treaty and have been abiding by this treaty. It's the longest running treaty in history, I believe, at this point, uh, where you know nobody's allowed to go to Antarctica. It is, I think it's the longest running treaty that hasn't been like broken, right? It's right, the longest, right, like, right. Completely. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure there's some in, there's some treaties between some engines that we've you know broken a few times that are long been longer running, but <laughs> but yeah. So the Antarctica thing, yeah, you can't go there because you know you're not allowed to see what what that's all about. Um, Shit down there, man. Yeah, there's 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 all kinds of yeah, crazy stuff down there. 
All right. So, what else do we want to talk about with this uh, this uh, real- Jewish mysticism? Yeah. Well, real quick. I mean, I think, in my opinion, we've put a pretty good point on this. That like, it's not just like random uh, New Age Satanism stuff. Like, this mm-hmm. is all different variations of Jewish mysticism. This is all Jewish control of Gentiles. And before we leave, I want to go through and just name off a few of the people that are in popular culture that you see every day that are either Kabbalists, Satanists, Frank. There's some variation of Jewish mysticists, right? Go ahead. Uh, So we've got Ariana Grande, who is into Santeria. We've got Lana Del Rey, who is into witchcraft and used a hex and placed a hex on Donald Trump. She was part of that whole bullshit thing. David Bowie, who is a um, a Wiccan and fascinated with ghosts right, and, and UFOs, faked his death and is zip- now is now his former booking agent or something. I'm sorry, what you? I couldn't hear you. Oh no, David Bowie faked his death and is now uh, living out the rest of his life Ooh. as like his former booking agent or something. Wicked! I'll have to look into that. Yeah, we just did when I we did the uh, when we did the episode where we talked about um, Jim Morrison and Rush Limbaugh. We talked about about that. But yeah, go ahead. Keep continue. <laughs> yeah. uh, Azalea Banks uh, practices. Brujeria, which is some form of once again Spanish witchcraft or some shit like that. Lord, a wick, a witch, a Wiccan. Um, Adele, a Wiccan. Bjork, a Wiccan. Uh, Grimes, uh, classified as witch house occult. Oh no, that's her thing. Yeah, she's a Wiccan classified as witch house occult themed electronic music. Yeah, a Wiccan. Beyonce, uh, Aoife, and extreme witch, extreme witchcraft. Sam Smith uh, is into crystal healing and that new age weird shit, which is also still Jewish mysticism. Sen- uh, Jennifer Lopez into Santeria. Spencer Pratt uh, into uh, basically uh, Wicca, I guess. He's uh, into wizardry is whatever it says. Okay. Now that uh, can be, you know, there can be several kinds of wizardry. But that's for a different show. Yeah. yeah. Stevie Nicks confession confesses to being in a coven as a witch. Uh, There's a lot of Elvis. that. There's a lot of that. Um, our friend Bella has posted some stuff about the coven of witches that uh, that Hillary Clinton and AOC and other influential politicians, political women, are involved in this coven. I have to go back and look at that, actually. But yeah, I'm sorry. Continue. Yeah, Continue. yeah. Uh, well, fucking, you have stories of them. Uh, who was it? Uh, was it uh, Ga- Lady Gaga who went out in the woods and was stripped naked and left in the woods as a ritual by Maria Abramovich? Yeah, she did. Right? The- this is shit that they openly talk about. Yes, she was. She was left. Yep, stripped naked and left out in the woods while apprenticing. For Marina Abramovich, uh, she was doing some sort of rituals with her and learning the ways that uh, you know of of the magic that Marina Abramovich, yep. that that Jewish witch, you know that ancient Jewish ritualistic Kabbalah magic that she does, and openly admitted to doing. She said, or sure. she said, when done, uh, when. Rit- 
ritual is done at a public event, it is art. But when it is done in private with actual spiritual materials, it is very real and very effective. I believe that was something along the lines of the quote. She said it may not have been verbatim, but it was something no, along good. those lines. That's pretty close. Yeah, it's and pretty close we, what she said. And then we've got Mary Kate Olsen saying, uh, I sage everything, uh, admitting to getting into like sage smoke rituals. Mm-hmm. Uh, Princess Nokia, which I don't even know who that is, uh, is a Puerto Rican whose family roots are in Regala de Ocha, also known as Santeria. Heather Graham uh, admits to her and her friends being in a, wi- a witch's coven. Uh, and sending Barack Obama positive energies. Katy Perry uh, into uh, crystal warship. Uh, uh, says something about lots of rose court crystals uh, to attract males. Uh, and Amethyst to calm down. So she's into crystal warship. Feruza Feruza Balk. Yeah, I can't pronounce that. I'm retarded. Uh, Interested in Wicca, Sammy Davis Jr., a famous Satanist, come out and admitted it to Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy talks about it to the Jew Jerry Seinfeld in an episode of uh, Comedians in Cars or something like that. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Uh, Openly talked about it. Uh, Gabrielle Anwar uh, admitted as, well, pagan, but. You know, whatever. We'll let that one slide, I guess. It doesn't say what kind of paganism. Another thing I want to say about that, distinguishing between paganism and the occult. There is a huge difference between, like, ancestral paganism and somebody wanting to be, like, in touch with their ancestral religions from before Christianity. I can kind of understand that. What I cannot understand is someone getting into, like, Thelemic blood sex rituals and trying to conjure demons. Mm. There's a huge fucking difference between those two, in my opinion. So I don't really sure. know what this uh, Gabriel Anwar's deal was because it just says pagan. So I guess we'll let that one slide. She could just uh, be, yeah, she could just be like, you know, Maroons and whatever and like Freya and whatnot. Anyway, uh, no, moving I- down, yeah. So Patrick Swayze, he's dead now. Yeah, uh, believed in crystals and owned a magic wand. Naomi Campbell. Naomi Campbell, look at that picture. That's a dude. Definitely. Look at the structure. Those shoulders. And the shoulders, the (laughs) neck, the facial structure, the size of everything on the head, the way that the hair is draped on the shoulders. That is a dude. The the position of the boobs in its chest. Like. Yeah. And some I don't know. I don't know if this has been brought up, and it probably has, and I just didn't catch it in the uh, Androgyne Agenda episodes. Guys, go look on YouTube for these dudes turning themselves into chicks with just makeup. Mm-hmm. Go look at these fucking tutorials on YouTube, and then get back with us because it will change your fucking worldview when you see what some of these people can do. They can literally create their facial structure. With like shading and shit with this makeup. It's insane, dude. Uh, so yeah, to make this a little bit quicker, man, we've got Naomi Campbell, Sybil Shepherd, uh, Evan Rachel Woods. Then we've got um let me get over here. D'Angelo, Usher, Digimon, who's I don't know, some African actor. I can't pronounce that. Yeah. Another one, Ileana Van Zant, Celia Cruz, uh, Angelique. Kidjo, and for anybody who doesn't know who Angelique Kidjo is, that is the African painter that likes to paint pictures of like uh, Barack Obama in a flower bush holding a white woman's head that's been severed, right? Right, things like oh, that. That's that. I that's know that you guy? guys know who okay. I'm talking about. Yep, I know who that is. Uh, 
um, Sean uh, Carter and Beyonce, uh, Chaka Khan, Desi Arnaz, Jennifer Lopez, we already mentioned her earlier, Amara La, Negre- La Negrega, uh, El Haj Malik Shabazz, also known as Malcolm X, uh, Diane Reeves, India Ari, Erica Badu, Fat Joe, Kevin Gates, I Bay and Oshun, whoever the hell they are, and and just on and on and oh, on and, and the, on, and then the, you've got Tucker Carlson with his Kabbalah bracelet on. You've got that, Sheldon Adelson with his weird arm wrap shit on, uh, and the fucking black cube on his head. Everybody you see on the electronic Jew is a practicing Jewish mystic. Well, the the thing with the Tucker Carlson thing is that's been debunked as a. Uh, Catholic thing that his kid made for him, I believe, is what he said himself. So, I so don't know. Catholics also wear a red Jewish uh, bracelet that protects them from the evil eye. Well, that's well, that's I'm saying it's what he's saying that his his bracelet is. It is not a Jewish bracelet. I mean, I don't I don't mm. believe him, but like, I'm just saying that's what he said. Mm. So, I don't, you know, I, he's on the he's on the he's on the Jewish box, so therefore. He's telling mm. Jewish lies. I don't, um, know. I, I don't know. I've never seen any other Catholics wearing red uh, threads that protect them from the evil eye. Yeah, I know. I know. I haven't either. And it's like <laughs> it's, it's a very copy thing that people like to do um, because they love their Tucker Carlson. You know, he's the closest thing we have to our guy on TV. He just can't. He's got to. He's got to keep it. To- he's got to. You know, he can't show his power level. He doesn't want. Doesn't want no. to. No. And I, I'll tell you what. Uh, Dingo can confess this. Southern Dingo gave me shit for the better part of a year over this because what? I was on the same thing. I used to fucking go to bat for Tucker all no, the time. But no. dude, like I said earlier, a true thing is a true thing. The truth is just the truth, and that's a Kabbalah bracelet on that dude's wrist. <laughs> I believe you. Um, also, I don't want to give Dingo any credit for that. The, the Tucker. <laughs> So I'm just not gonna, I'm just not gonna give him credit for that. I'm gonna say that I also <laughs> said that, uh, but because I did, no, but he did, he did say that that you know people need to get off of Tucker's dick because people people definitely do need to get off. Oh, he, he is on. My ass. He is on Fox News. I mean, he's on. You know, whether, there's there's no. There's I no used R to guy. do the whole coat like, bro. What do you expect from him, bro? Right. That used to be me. Right. There's no but, no dude. I mean, there's no there's no there's no R guy at all. None. Zero. Our guys, yeah, they no don't. Our guys. Yeah, no, there's not. Not on the, not on, uh, not paid to be on the electronic Jew. No, yeah, it doesn't it work doesn't like exist. that. I don't know. I don't know at what point people started believing that it, there was some way that they snuck in an hour guy, secret hour guy. You know, maybe well, the people writer, never the writer got fired. And there's nothing wrong with that. What's up? We just gotta be careful. I said people just want to believe in something, right? People sure, want to believe sure. that there's someone out there fighting for us. And well, there is right, because technically be- nothing wrong with that, but we just gotta know that there's no, right, not- right, you gotta place your loyalties in the right place and you know. Yes, yeah. exactly. Anyways. Um let's uh let's wrap this up, dude. Thanks for coming on again. It was fun. Dude, thank- so much for allowing me to come on after my failure. <laughs> with the prep. Prep. You did a horrible job at prepping us for this this show, but we did a good job because that's what we do around here is we do a good job on the show. <laughs> we we yeah, we didn't shit post through it. We did we did what would be considered content. This would be considered high content for a lot of a lot of other podcasts, but we have quality content on our show, right? We don't we don't just do It was fucking Japan animation posting around here. 
I can talk shit about everybody because nobody's here now. But I'm not gonna. <laughs> All right. It was a free for all. <laughs> I'm not going to because I'm, I'm not that kind of guy. I don't talk about people on other shows. I don't talk about people that aren't here. I'll say this. Fist of the North Star is the only acceptable anime. I remember Fist of the North Star. That was cool, man. That was a good that was, it was a, a good, that one. Was good one. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, we're going to get out of here. I'm sure we have a creepypasta for you at the end of this. Uh, we can be, John, why don't you tell people where they can find you? Uh, yeah, guys, I am the only, the only John Fashcroft out there. I'm on Telegram. Uh, my shows are on D live and Trovo. I'm on Twitter. Yeah. Just search for John Fashcroft. I'm out there guys. I'd love to have you follow me. Thanks right for uh, listening. It's been a blast. Thanks for having me on Johnny. I appreciate it. God bless y'all. Absolutely, man. Thanks for coming on. Yes. Uh, we are also on Telegram. Check us out at t.me slash the Paranormies present. Uh, Reinhardt, Dogbot, and Jack have channels on there as well. Those are in the show description. I'm not going to read those. All right. So somebody's going to read us a story. We're going to get out of here. We'll see you all later. Time travel makes you gay. Open your closet. Don't turn on the light. Make sure you have one match with you. Step inside and close the door. If the lights outside of the closet are on, this will not work, nor will it work if it is daylight. You only need enough room for some slight mobility. Stand in the darkness for about two minutes, since that's all that's needed. Now take the match and hold it in front of you and say, Show me the light or leave me in darkness. If you begin hearing whispers, light the match immediately. If you don't hear anything and the match doesn't ignite on its own, don't turn around. If you're too late with lighting the match, or you don't do it at all after hearing the whispering, something will grab you from behind and pull you into what seems like an endless fall into darkness. If you do manage to light the match in time and nothing happens after, open the door slowly and get out. Then close the door, but do not look inside. From then on, never look in your closet without the light on at all. Some say if you leave your closet open during the night, you can see the demon watching you with two red eyes that glow like matches.